family over there having a good time. All right. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to another session of BU Live. So excited to continue our series. This is actually episode two on marriage parenting family and beyond i'm so thrilled to have with us today my brother and sister-in-law the joneses dion and angie jones and then also the coopers maurice and tasha cooper and of course we are the joneses as well mika and aaron and today my husband's actually going to co-host with me so BU Live's mission is to provide relevant, thought-provoking, insightful information about life and ways to unlock ourselves to fully embrace being you. So today with episode two, the couples that you see here today are all about me and my husband's age. We've actually all known each other for quite some time. Um, we met Tasha and Maurice when we lived in Kansas City and attended the same church for many, many years. And of course, Angie and Dion are our siblings. <laughs> so we're going to jump in and get started. So being that we said we've all been married for some time, very first question is, how many years have you been married? Uh, I guess we'll go first. Um, we've been married uh, eight years. In July. In July. So July 28th will make eight years for us. That's, that's a long time. <laughs> <laughs> right. Tasha, how long, Tasha and Maurice, how long have you guys been married? Ten. Ten wow. years. Ten years. Wow. Be going on the eleventh. This year, September will be eleventh. Yeah. Uh, Y'all are question close. always stops married. <laughs> <laughs> right. Like, yes. Oh, years. Yes, so we've we've been married for 16 years now. Um, I know, right? Married 16, been together since 16. You know, it's 16 is the number. So, baby, going to the next question. Um, so the question, next question is, uh, tell us a little bit about how you guys met. Tell us the beginning, your love story. How did it all begin? We going on. We'll we'll say Tasha and Maurice. Uh, actually, I was working at the county Jackson County Courthouse, and she just saw this fine brother just walking through the county. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> that wasn't what it was. I didn't even like him. She didn't. She didn't. She she wasn't interested in me at all. At all. Period. And um, he just kept coming. Somehow I persuaded her to uh, maybe go out with me, and that's yeah. so. So you had to turn your swag on then. So you you were persistent. Uh, I think back then I really just didn't have a swag at all. You know, I thought that I had swag, but I really didn't have it. <laughs> put her when she put her little uh. Uh, twist on. She put your twist on it. We know Tasha. Yeah, she, yeah, she's very well at dressing and, and yeah, yeah. That's, that's yes. So look, that's totally a pluggable moment for those that don't know. Tasha is a business, a new entrepreneur, and she has she's starting her own boutique. I don't want to uh bully the name. So Tasha, say what's the name of your boutique again? I, I, I say it. 
Andre Couture. Okay. So you can find Tasha on Facebook or Instagram. She has some beautiful dresses out there. And Tasha has been dressing people forever. All of us have participated in her fashion shows. (laughs) So Maurice was, I guess, look, her major makeover. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually how I met Tasha from the fashion show when I first started coming to Christian Tabernacle. Oh, wow. Yes. So, Deanna, Angie, what's your love story? How did you meet? Uh, well, um, we met in, uh, believe it or not, a hair salon. And I, I guess you can't tell by my age. Now I'm losing a little bit of hair. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I used to have dreads that came like mid my back. And uh, she was actually a receptionist in the uh, salon. Mm-hmm. And at the time she was dating someone and you know, I always thought she was, you know, good looking, but I was too chicken to uh, to approach her. So long story short, she broke up with the guy that she was uh, dating. I found out and uh, had an appointment that day. So, you know, I started flirting with her, like calling the salon cause she was a receptionist. So she would answer the phone. Uh, she played like she was over there working, but she really wasn't. Uh, so anyway, once I finished my, uh, you know, getting my hair done or whatever, I said I was going to get her number. So anyway, I went to check out and I chickened out. I chickened out and she told me, she gave me my next appointment, uh, card. And I'm, so when I walked out of the salon, I was like, man, I, I, I should have went, I should have, I should have got her number. So anyway, it wasn't like five seconds later, she calls me. And she's like, uh, you're a I said, hello. She's like, yes, this is Angela. I was calling you, reminding you about your next appointment. I'm like, I just left, like literally walked outside the door. And, uh, so I'm like, okay, here's my shot. I said, is it okay if I call you sometime? And her line was, I called you, did not. So, <laughs> and as you can tell, she was fast or whatever. So, uh, <laughs> the Lord is a shepherd. You know what you want. <laughs> so, yeah, and the rest is history, man. The rest is history. So, that's kind of our, our start. That's hilarious. That's so, a total sidebar. So, we all grew up in Louisiana together. And so, mm-hmm. when Dion introduced us to Angie before they got married, we the way we knew who she was, Angie was the only black cheerleader at this school in Louisiana. Yeah, we used to stomp in the ground. <laughs> we played basketball against. And so, we looked at, we were like, we know her from somewhere. And we was like, she the black cheerleader. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> so that's how we, look, all of us have known each other since we were like kids. So, <laughs> so next question. So, what are some of the things, and I'll go to Angie. Angie and Dion first this time. What are some of the things that you've learned about each other over the years that you didn't know in the beginning? Uh, I go. <laughs> uh, one of the things that I've learned about Dion, which was some of the things that um, was was prevalent in the beginning of our friendship and our um, our courtship, was he was very passionate and still is very passionate person. But I didn't know how passionate and goal-oriented he was. Um, it was like after we got married, I realized, like, hold on, 
Okay, if he says, let's be ready for six, he really means, you know, 545. He's very timely. <laughs> He's very, you know, very punctual person. Um, but whenever he has his mind made up for something, it's like, that's, that's what it is. And so I always found that to be attractive for him, you know, even during our dating time. But seeing like after we got married, it became annoying. <laughs> You know, wait, hold on. Do we have to do it this way? But um, that's one of the things that I learned about him um, after we got married was just, you know, he's very goal oriented and he's very passionate about the things that that he loves, that the things that he's really um, focused on and goal driven about. So those are just some of the things that I've learned about him. Yeah. What she's not telling y'all, that's how I got her. To my man down here, uh, your wife yeah. was kind of resistant to mine was too. <laughs> you know, and, uh, uh, something happened in between. You know, we kind of split up uh, after we dated for a little while, and she wasn't having it. She was like, she was done with me. You know, uh, you know, messing up. That's true. So anyway, I was so persistent. I'm like, you, my wife. I'm coming to get you and nobody else. And that's what she said attracted to her. Attracted her to me was my persistence. You know, not giving up. So, all right, all right. So, Maurice and Tasha, again, what are some of the things that you've learned about each other over the years that you didn't know in the beginning? I can Tasha, speak up. Can you hear me? Yes. Uh -huh. I said, for me, he's a hoarder. He, I call it hoarding. He says. <laughs> She says, what? No, I, hoard, I hoard things um, the sort of if I need some money, I can sell it. And I can oh, be able to get cash okay. for that. I can get cash for it. And like fill my garage up with everything. <laughs> yes. Uh, one thing that I learned about her, if we was going to be on time somewhere, uh, She's gonna take all day to get ready. She's gonna take all day putting on her makeup, putting on her clothes, putting on everything. Yes, she is gonna take her time. I'm be like, we gotta be here at a certain time, this and this and that. And that don't never happen. We no never be on time. Look, hey, Mary, so does she change like like multiple outfits? But like, no, nah, they don't look right. No, nah, it's just her putting on everything that she gotta do. <laughs> then after a while, she'll get on me. You need to get in the shower. You need to do this. The next thing you know, I'm sitting there 30 or 40, 30 or 40 minutes, maybe an hour waiting on her. Yeah. After I didn't got everything I need to put on. <laughs> She said it's a it's a performance when she's when she wow. step out when she step out she's stepping on the stage. Right. Make sure when she get there it's like fashionably late. Like, <laughs> yeah. The party can it. start. But, but when but when she put everything together she is on point. She is on all point. Right, all right. Yeah. So can you think of something that was different from the beginning to now? Uh. Well, I know I've gotten better at being on time. You know, I know it used to take me a long time. You know, you late, whatever, you know. don't, say, don't you say nothing. My no, brother, you are late. 
sometimes I would be so late, but I've gotten a lot better at timeliness yes. and, uh, you know, just making sure I get it, get dressed ahead of time. So, yeah. You be late for work? No. No, nah, he won't be late for work. It's, it's everything else. Yeah. Uh, it's everything else. Well, we got better, Tasha. We done made some. <laughs> <laughs> right. I always used to joke and say that his hearse gonna get stuck in traffic. But he ain't got better. He ain't got better. So he 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 got he he does way better. Look, and my mom, she she talks about us all the time. Look, we y'all we're that couple. That now late. she now she's later than me now. But for me, tell me what time. Right, tell me what time we're leaving or what time we have to go, and I will get up early or start early because so that I can take my time and get myself together. Like, but if it's last minute I think what I used to try to do was like okay I'm trying to time every minute like okay I want to be there right on time when you try to be there right on time you're, you're going to be late because something's going to happen you're going to have to drive and slow it's a wreck on the I-10 something's going to happen and you're going to be like man I'm late again so <laughs> I've learned to leave at least 20 minutes early that way just in case anything happened hey you, you'll be still on time so yeah so I did a little research and according to healthymarriageinfo.org, only 45% of African-American households contain a married couple compared to 80% for whites and 70% uh, among Hispanics. What factors do you guys think that these numbers that play a factor in these numbers? Tasha and Maurice? What the? Yeah. Yeah. Forty-five percent compared to eighty and seventy percent. A lot of people don't want to be married. I can't. I ain't even gonna sleep here and tell no lie. I mean, being married and stuff like that—it just not no. It's just not no. It's not easy. It's not. If anybody says easy, then uh, they ain't. They ain't been married. <laughs> Shamika, your parents, Sean, your parents married for a long time, but I feel so this new generation now is kind of harder because there's more, more stuff there are more, I don't want to call it issues, but a lot of people are scared of marriage because a lot of people get divorces and things like that for us. The white culture, you know, that's their thing. You know, we get married, we have children, and for us, it's just not always taught marriage is what is the right way to go mm -hmm. yeah i think uh, not to cut cut you off but i think a lot of times we've saw our grandparents struggle and they a lot of our grandparents didn't even sleep in the same room you know mm -hmm. and they just stayed married that was their thing stay married we stick mm -hmm. together so us growing up seeing that and with all of the choices and the thing distractions that we have now it's so easy to say you know i ain't doing what grandma doing you, if you right. do me i'm out i got a choice you know so i think just that stick to it and that attitude we saw it was kind of left a bad taste in our mouth sometimes to see them like that and they still be together even though we do like it you know we i enjoy going to grandmama and grandpa's house but a lot of times we saw that you know that side of their marriage it created a difference mm -hmm. so angie and dion what are your thoughts on it <laughs> 
Well, I uh, definitely agree with what everybody has said. You know, we've saw in the past, you know, just some of the um, uh, repercussions of the decisions that they made that wasn't so appealing to us. Uh, but also, too, I think that there are a lot of other like cultural things or systemic things that are pulling away from that traditional family. Um, you know, you, you can look at the, um, at the media where you, as in the African-American culture, you know, you see the father away from the home, you know, you don't see that unity as a family, even on, uh, the media, you know, you might see every other culture that's together, but you don't see that African-American male, you know, even in, in, in the uh, judicial system, you know, you having more African-American men locked up. So they're away from their homes. You know, it was like a continuation of uh, slavery, if you will. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, not, not, not negating the fact that we do have a responsibility as uh, uh, African-American men, but there's a lot of different dynamics that are pulling away from the family. And it's just so important for us to, you know, to continue to fight, you know, things, marriage is tough, you know, it's tough is what, what you make out of it. But, uh, you know, we just have to, you know, we might have to go in our neutral corners for a little while, you know, and kind of regroup <laughs> right? Yeah. And, come, and come back and because it can get tough. It really can. Yeah. Just to kind of echo what um, what Dion is saying, you know, the narrative of marriage um, has a very negative stigma on it when it comes to, um, you know, certain communities. And especially in the Black community, you know, the narrative is, you know, hey, you single or I'm single or I can take care of myself. I'm young. I'm independent. I'm, I'm IND. You know, so <laughs> you, know, you have all of that you know, that that the mindset of, you know, certain generations, not saying that all generations are like that, but the mindset of the people is really like, hey, I can do bad all by myself. And so you have more and more um, young people that are denying marriage. They are. And especially, you know, within the African-American community. Um, and like my husband stated, you have more, and more African-American males that are in, in prison, um, more and more that have been taken away from the home or just, you know, there's just a lot of things that are keeping uh, the family unity and the family dynamic from actually being an actual family. So um, I think that, you know, that is also part of, you know, what's going on with, um, with the numbers in the African-American community compared to the Hispanic community and, you know, what's going on in the white community. Not saying that they do not have their own struggles when it comes to marriage and when it comes to uh, different um, dynamics, but, you know, still, I believe that the numbers are lower in the African-American community because uh, we have so many negative um, ideas when it comes to marriage. Yeah. I, I totally, totally agree um, with the things that everyone brought in. I would definitely add to it, to what everyone said. The A, it is definitely the systemic things because when you look at the numbers of African-American men that are in the prison system opposed to 
other races and the numbers are alarming. So you take that factor, you've already put a significant amount of kids that are without their father, which if they're, if the children are fatherless, the opportunity for the mom and dad to be married is, is, you know, taken away or is severed. But then it's also that mentality, that stain of just everything that we've been through. And I think that having conversations such as the one that we're having today is one that's critical to curve those numbers for people to see that we can be black and in love and in married. And, you know, yeah. it's not easy, but it's worth the fight. It's worth yeah. you know, the work that it takes because at the end of the day, a lot of it too is childhood trauma, the PTSD yeah. from all the other things that we've dealt with. And once you deal with those things and you can bind each other together and get past your hurt, that's how you're able to keep your marriage strong and intact. Because as African-Americans, we go through and we see a lot. Yes. Yes. It plays yes. a significant impact mm-hmm. in the various statistics that people want to put out there about us we're fighting a battle that some cultures have never even attempt to look at. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, and I want to add something too. Uh, I want to advocate for uh, counseling therapy. Uh, it's very important. And one of the, the, I guess the negative things that in our African-American culture, we kind of frown upon other cultures for going to therapy. You know, and now looking hindsight, hindsight, counseling can be very helpful, you know, to act to help you navigate uh, through your marriage or through, you know, uh, starting a new career, a new journey through life, life, life um, experiences. So it's very important that we also to, you know, it's be okay to be vulnerable with other people and you know, professionals to help us navigate and loved ones, big mama or the, the pastor, you know, somebody that you look up to and you admire their life, somebody you want to kind of, uh, sit, yes, glean from, exactly. So that's very important. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a big advocate. I'm a big advocate for uh, going to counseling, marriage counseling, because you need that mediator because a lot of times you have your own set of ideas, your expectations, <laughs> She has her own expectations and somewhere in the middle, the real expectations are leveled out. So you need to kind of say, oh, hang on, look at it like this. I understand what she's saying. That way you can kind of look at it from another light, from another opinion. So I'm a huge advocate for going to counseling, getting some mentorship in marriage, especially for new couples, because think about it. Marriage is taking two people from two different backgrounds. Yeah, and you're trying to blend your ideas and your vision together, you know, yeah. and that, that's tough, especially when you independent, you strong will like both of us. I mean, we're very strong will. So we had to adapt and say, you know what? Pick your battles. <laughs> that's that's all, that's sometime, hey, I just be like, you know what? You got it, babe. Cool. And cool. I learned, oh, hey, you worth my sanity. I'm good. Let her be. <laughs> 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 Tasha, I know I saw that you had something to say just a second ago. Uh, one thing we, we, we got to have, we got to have positive uh, role models. If we don't have positive role models in our lives that can be able to, to redirect us 
and people that we can go through, go, go to, to figure out some of the things that we're trying to go through. I mean, did we go through in our marriage and be able to figure out these things? If we do not have positive role models to be able to go to, to figure out what we need to be able to fix our marriage, we don't have anything there. Yeah. Like my family and stuff, my mom ain't never been a positive role model. My dad ain't never been a positive role model. And then I have 11 siblings. Amen. Nobody positive. I'm trying to figure out stuff for my own self. In your own marriage, because you take those things that you didn't have or they didn't teach you and you will bring it into mm -hmm. your previous marriage and then that affects the other person to say, you know, these are things. So even goes back to the counseling. Sometimes we need individual counseling to fix yeah, the things that happened in our previous or childhood life so we can, you know, fix the issues that may or, or may be caused in the marriage. Like, for example, a lot of people won't get married because people see people cheating all the time. So that there is a big red flag really for a lot of people to say, well, why should I get married if I know he's going to cheat? Or why should I get married if I see, because I see my parents cheat and then they got divorced. So there's a lot of different grounds to, you know, just for marriage, just in overall from the white and the black community. Yes. So it's really so much internal so if you are dealing with a lot of issues of your own internal, how can you be equipped to mar be married to somebody? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. And, and understanding, understanding, you know, you think of anything that's been great, you know, whether it's a business, whether it's a church or whether it's a corporation, they had a partner, you know, and there's power in partnership because it's, we don't know everything. You know, I mean, you could have the best marriage ever, but you, there's still some level of growth that you need to obtain. And you have to be okay with that uh, uh, as your ego. You have to drop your ego and say, you know what? I don't know everything. And when my partner or my mentor or my spouse tells me something to understand that one, I could be wrong and that's okay. So now that's the, the, the point in time where you can shift because we all want the same thing. We want to be happy. Right. So it, it doesn't make sense to continue in your era just because your ego is in the way, you know? So it's important to understand that when, when I'm corrected, correction is okay, yeah. you know? But if I continue, you know, and thinking that I know everything, uh, you know, won't, it won't ever work out. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. That, that just basically, uh, we, I know we got to move forward, but this is a great question. Mm -hmm. But like you said that, you know, after a person has been unheard for so long, they just give up and they say, you know what, this ain't worth it. You know, and that's where the divorce comes in. When you give up, because marriage is never really two people on the same levels. You got one person praying, one person in their own mindset. So you got two different people on two different levels. But when they both give up, that's when a divorce happens. So you know what? This ain't fixable. And you know, we just gonna go our separate ways. But yeah, we gotta move, we gotta move forward. Uh, the next question is uh, how do you keep the spice in your marriage? Like what do you what are some things that you guys do? PG 13, please. <laughs> Let's start with Angie and Dion. 
<laughs> what are some things that you can help others? I mean, what are some ideas? Throw some ideas out there. What do you guys do? We like um, some of the things that we like to do. We always say um, we like to do a lot of first to first, which means like um, open for new ideas. Yeah, open for new ideas and trying just new stuff. For example, like we went on vacation one year and we um, never been, neither one of us have never been scuba diving. So that was something that we decided like, oh, this is going to be our first time doing something together that, you know, it's our first, you know? And so um, um, we like to do spontaneous things. um, Like we love playing uh, strip uno. because, you know, we have three children, of course, so it's kind of hard. So for us, just our date nights, just going with us, us two being able to talk and just kind of reminiscing over certain things or just look, just talking about our future and things like that. That's good. Basically, uh, we're trying to figure out uh, uh, ideas on, you know, what we might want to do, you know, or... uh, what type of uh, dates we want to go on or, you know, if we want to go on vacation, just trying to really basically uh, look at a point of view of what she could be thinking about all week. Like, you know, I mean, if we don't talk during the week or whatever, or text during the week or anything like that, we're just trying to figure out uh, how she's feeling or how I'm feeling, you know, anything. But do you know how to play Uno? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You 
Well, y'all be mindful and uh, be fruitful and multiply. <laughs> We, we have those bowls. We just try to keep it PG. The PG. Yeah. <laughs> right. Because after date night, you know, he done talked and he done filled up on me and then it goes down in the DM. Hey, hey. It goes down in the DM. I know one of the things that, uh, you know, I know with COVID-19, you know, it's been kind of hard, you know, being creative. Uh, one of the things that we do, we'll do like a internal date night where I know the kids cook for us and we got dressed up. Like we were actually going out on a date night and we had dinner in the house. We had the music playing. Candles. It was set just like a restaurant and the kids were like our servers. <laughs> they dressed in like white shirts and black bottoms like they were waiters and stuff. It was really cute. Yeah. I'm turning y'all in. Right, right. <laughs> right. And another thing that we sometimes We'll, uh, we'll get in the car and drive like Sunday nights was really kind of our date nights I mean that's when we pushed away and we did our thing we used to go and watch live music we would go and eat so what we do is we'll drive around Houston and we'll just stop at some of our old places and just sit out there and reminisce on what we used to do but man you yeah. remember that time we would just go down memory lane and we stay out late like we you know we just drive to different spots mm -hmm. and then we'll come on back home you know and thank God our kids are old enough. They can watch themselves. Yes. So that helps out a lot when you got teenagers. You know, yes. You can leave them at home. So I think one of the things over the years is, is the most basic of simple things that we've done. And it always, because it takes us back down memory lane, is we play a music game. Like we'll turn on like old like 90s R&B songs and like talk you know and try to guess what the song is just play a little snippet and guess the title and who it was and it'll take us back to whatever that moment was and so it's always really really fun um when we do that one she always beats me though I do because uh I tell her all the time you know I was church of God in Christ I was a king's kid so I ain't listening yeah. to my <laughs> <laughs> he, had, he had that Walkman sneaking trying to listen to Jodeci too. You remember that you know, when I had my CD play under the covers? Hey, mama didn't the R&B in the house. Trust me. Right, right. To listen, to, listen to my music, man. <laughs> uh, Cisco. Hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> So next, what advice would you give newlyweds or those that are thinking about getting married? Angie and Dion. Uh, first thing that comes to my mind is uh, just to be open-minded. You know, uh, like I said earlier, it's kind of bridging those two um, questions. Just being open-minded to the other person's ideas and 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 you know, exploring them, you know, exploring their world and what, how they do things and, and seeing how you can make it work in your own marriage. Mm -hmm. Yes. And allowing that person to be themselves. You know, a lot of times people get married and they fall in love with a, with a person, but then once they marry that person, they tend to like, want to try to fix them, you know, well, don't do this or do that. Don't wear that, wear that, you know, but I mean, you, that's who you fell in love with. You fell in love with that person, how they were. Mm -hmm. And so just allowing them to be who they are, 
you know, and as time go on, they're going to grow into who they are going to become, yes. but allowing them to be, you know, their individual self. Yes. And so, always yeah. remember to be creative that what works in your home work for you at that point in time, mm -hmm. what works in my home work at that point in time. Now we're together. Now we can create something. We can yeah. always create That's something good. new, yes. you know, and that it makes shifts. it fun. Yeah, that makes it fun. Yeah. Yeah, and your marriage is, is going to constantly shift. You're going to constantly grow. And so you have to be uh, flexible even within your marriage. So learning that, you know, learning to be flexible as you grow. Yeah. Because today you may like your chicken fried, but in five years, you may like your chicken baked. You've got to be flexible. <laughs> and so that's one of, that's some of the things that we will give to um newlyweds or couples that are considering marriage. Love it. Tasha and Maurice, advice to newlyweds or those thinking about getting married? Communication is the key and open to uh, ideas, you know, and if they got, a, if they're open to ideas, uh, you know, you know how Tasha is with her fashion and stuff. She used to give me little points and stuff where uh, this should look good, and and then she always tell me all the time. She always would tell me all the time, if it don't look good to me, I'm not gonna make you look bad. So you know, just the idea of just you know what I'm saying. I understand some people don't want change, but sometimes little change makes the person. Yes, that's good. That's good. That's really good. I would say be supportive because a lot of couples yes. are supportive. There's always, you know, there's some, I hear people say, oh, he's jealous of me or my spouse. I just say be supportive and not jealous of each other because marriage is about support. You know, my dreams may not, my dreams may be dreams, but his may be a little bit bigger than mine. So I'm going to support his big dreams, just like he's supporting my fashion. So just being supportive. Mm -hmm. it's a good one. Yes, love it. I guess if I had to give you know a, a tip, I would allow each other to grow first, um, because let me back up. Allow people to be themselves, mm -hmm. but for that person, you have to present your true self. Because if you mm -hmm. if you're presenting something that not really yourself, trying to adapt to what you think they may like. And they yeah. fall in love with a total different a character, a total different. Yeah. Character. That's good. So if you don't know that person, it's kind of like when you go to an interview and you say, "Hello, yes, sir." You know, your whole <laughs> voice changes. Yeah, I'm mean, Ron Jones. <laughs> <laughs> don't talk like that. But you're trying to persuade them to know that, hey, I'm be able to real. do the job. You know, so I just say, you know, be yourself. Present the real person up front. That way, that person that they fall in love with is that person yes you know and also know it's going to take work because mm -hmm. marriage is work when i say yeah. it's a full-time job it is mm -hmm. a full-time job and you have to be able to grow and develop down through the years because things do change mm -hmm. you know i know me and my wife have been through so many different things you know if y'all know our story those that know our story it ain't always been like it is now it took a lot of growth a lot of maturing yes. um, because we both had separate ideas you know mm -hmm. she had her expectations i had mine 
you know, so, you know, you have to be able to adapt and grow and mostly keep your friendship, maintain your friendship mm -hmm. throughout. Be forgiving because you're going to have to forgive a lot. Yes. <laughs> because you're going to have to, yeah. you're gonna have to lower your pride and just forgive and say, you know what, I love this person enough to forgive them for their immaturity or their mistakes. Because mm -hmm. if you don't, you're going to continue to get married. You're going to divorce, get married again, you're going to run into the same problems. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, you know what? Hey, let's work this out. What can we do to get better? Yes. And I think a uh, synopsis of what everyone said, and that is critical before you get married or think about asking someone to marry, maybe have that conversation first with yourself and with them to find out, do you know you? Are uh, you are you whole in yourself? Because ultimately, two halves does not make a whole. You can't go into a marriage and it be healthy. It it can work as you grow, but there are some heartaches you don't have to go through if you have come to the full understanding of who you are. Yes. Because like everybody said, if I'm selling you something that I think you want and then I'm dying on the inside miserable, whether the marriage is good or not, that's only going to last so long. You have to know who you are for yourself no matter what. Yeah. And that right there is like the foundation of a lot. And I think sometimes we don't get to know ourselves and you really have to because I have to love me before he can even attempt to love me. Yeah. You better say that, sister. Yeah. yeah. yeah something that will smith said he said i'm not responsible for her happiness mm -hmm. she's right. responsible for her own happiness i'm responsible for mine and then we bring that it's back an to the marriage to <laughs> and uh enhance the marriage mm -hmm. you know yes. that that's yeah. just, that's the mis that's the misconception i think of you yeah. know you my husband you supposed to do this i seen my daddy mm -hmm. do it like this i said mm -hmm. that may not be me mm -hmm. you know right you yeah. know, I ain't gonna cook like you know your mom or cook like your dad. I may not can I may not grill uh, grilled cheese, <laughs> but hey, we can work it out. We can work mm -hmm. together, you know, and get better, you know. For sure. <laughs> so, next question: Can you list three of your family foundational principles? So, Maurice and Tasha, three principles that you that's like the core of your family, your kids, and you guys as a couple. Three principles. I can't hear you, Tasha. Speak up, Tasha. Can you hear me? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Faith, family, and hustle. <laughs> yeah. hey, I like yeah. it. Yeah. Awesome. I can do it. I, I believe that we have to have uh, a good foundation. Bob, the foundation has to be the, uh, the, the, the person. And, and the person that I'm talking about us as ourselves. That's that foundation that I, that I always tell my kids and stuff. That first, you got to find out who you are. And if you don't know who you are, if you don't know who you are, then you can't help nobody else. That's faith. That's true. I'm, I'm, I can't even think about nothing else now. So. Deanna, Angie. Boy. 
definitely uh, one is uh, faith, uh, faithfulness, faithfulness to, you know, spirituality, you know, to God, faithfulness to each other, you know, um, respect and respect, respect for one another, you know. And what do you think the last one is? Integrity. Integrity. Definitely, you know, we pride ourselves in being integral. And no matter what we do, when people see us, when people don't see us, uh, you know, that's very important to be true to yourself, you know, because if you're not, if you don't have that level of integrity, I don't know, that's just, it just, it just seems too shady for me, you know, if and, you don't. <laughs> and honestly, not to cut you off, babe, but, you know, this, these were some of the foundational things that when we were going through our marriage counseling, that um, our counselor asked us, he was like, what's going to be the, your foundational? He said, come up with three things that you guys can foresee. It's going to be your foundational um, tools for your family. And these were the three things that we actually discussed and talked about yeah. during our counseling time. And honestly, they have been tested. Yeah. Each area has been <laughs> tested. The integral part, the respect part, being faithful, being faithful to God, faithful to each other. They have all been tested. But again, those are foundational principles that we we actually said, this is what our family is founded upon. And we will come back to that. Okay, I wasn't honest with this. You know, yeah, I did spend $300 <laughs> on the credit card. <laughs> I lied. I I didn't mean to. I had to get them shoes. Girl, they was just looking at me, and I was looking at them, and they was looking at me, and we were just looking at each other, and I left with them. And so, <laughs> and so, you know, you know, we've been testing in all of those areas, yes. and so, you know, that's they're definitely foundational, and they're more than just those three, right, right? But those are the three that we discuss, even in our marriage counseling. And then now thinking back on it, it's like, wow, we've really been tested. And those, those foundational skills have been proven to work for us. That's true. Good deal. Good deal. Well, we're going to shift. Uh, I know we're almost out of time. So we're going to have a little fun. Uh, we're going to do a rapid fire questions that you know just spit it out you know when Look, we give you, you the question point at whoever point at whoever him or her <laughs> him or her it's him or her so here we go all right so who initiated the first kiss me <laughs> ah, me all right, all right. who apologizes first after a, after a fight who's the first to apologize me <laughs> Oh, <laughs> who, who, is more, who is more romantic? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, who is the most funny? Who's funnier? She is. Not her. It's <laughs> 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 me. <laughs> who is the most patient? Me. <laughs> All right. Uh, who said I love you first? Me. I did. <laughs> who is the better cook? Oh, she is. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think we answered this one already. Who takes longer to get ready? Get dressed. Oh, you already. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you All right. So who is grumpy in the morning? 
She is. I am. I'm, I am grumpy in the morning. I'm grumpy at night. Boy. I'm grumpy at night. So who is the messy one? That don't. You know this Tasha. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> You see, you were honest in the beginning, you want to change it. You thought about it. Right. Don't, let me, don't let me take you around this house. Who mentioned marriage first? I don't remember that. <laughs> who spends the most money? Who spends the most money? Uh, it might be a tie. No, you. <laughs> you just did. Tasha, oh, I just you knew that one was going to be you. I thought that would be right, Tasha. I thought there. that would be Tasha. Dang. All right. So who... She cheats. She who, cheats. She cheats. So who yeah. is more stubborn? Me. Ooh, it's, it's a tie. <laughs> <laughs> That's a tie. Right, last question is, uh, who is the bigger sports fan? Me? No. Yeah, I guess I would be. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Because you like it. Yeah, like it. Yeah, you like Tasha like got on the yeah. Super Bowl head. Cheese. Cheese, huh? So this has been so much fun. I really, really appreciate you guys coming out and being on BU Live today. I want to look in tradition. The very, very last question is, name the song that most reminds you of your marriage. Oh my goodness, uh, Tony, Tony, Tony! Uh, anniversary song. We our honeymoon. Anniversary. What was on it? First anniversary. Yeah, in Florida, and it came on just randomly, and we just, you know, we was just in the mood, and it was just, it just became our song. I'm pretty sure, like a lot of other people, but. But yeah, Tony, Tony, Tony. Anniversary reminds you of us. I'm married. Yeah, I get that it. Moment. Like, <laughs> like I can take it to the moment. It was like the sun was uh setting and it was yeah, nice. I get what you're saying. It was nice outside. We was riding in Florida on vacation and it was just it was nice. Hmm. Yeah. That's good. Yeah. But Tasha Maurice, what's 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 y'all song? We don't have one. Yeah. Y'all gonna have to play the song game. Y'all gotta play the song game. Look, Key, key the 90s has some amazing, yeah. some amazing songs. I know one of the songs that, you know, we, you know, back in the day was SWV Week. <laughs> Man, that oh, was. Oh, yeah. <laughs> jam. Jam. Yeah. Jam. Yeah, I, I would say um another song for us would be Love by music. Is it Music Soul Child? Uh -huh. Yes. That's a good one. That's, that was actually the one I yeah, just that was mine. Mm -hmm. yeah. we, we don't need a song. We y'all don't need y'all 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 Whatever, whatever is nasty. I like everything. <laughs> <laughs> they got a roll of that. They got a roll of that. Uh, I can see Todd do not disturb. We make it easy. That's why I ain't doing like that. If it's nasty, I'm like, that's a good song. <laughs> yeah. I'm with that. I'm with that. Okay. <laughs> All right, look, that get that goes back to that spice. <laughs>
Uh-huh. Spice. All right. So everybody. So, oh, so y'all bring your own sign to the hotel, huh? That the do not disturb. We making music. Sure, I got you. I got you, Tasha. We with you. Yes. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you for to the Coopers and to the Joneses thank for you. joining us on BU Live. <laughs> episode two of marriage parenting family and beyond i'm so honored to be connected to such amazing people and i hope something was said tonight that makes you think about your marriage or the pursuit of marriage there was a lot of great advice given out tonight and we are just so honored to have our friends and our family here with us so thank you all for tuning in and have a great evening oh 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 check out sunday best it comes on seven o'clock Kansas City on yeah. and one of our great friends, Nicole, Nicole Gregory, Gregory. Woo! made Sunday's best and she's going to be on tonight. Tune in. Seven o'clock is getting ready to come on now. So check her out. And again, thank you all. Have a nice evening and a great week. Thank you. Bye-bye. Mm-hmm.